Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode of the Financial Freedoms for Physicians podcast, where we discuss all types of freedoms. So we promote four types of freedom, which is time, location, emotional, and financial freedom. And today we have a very special guest, a very creative guest, which is why I brought her on the show. So we have Dr. Susie Sharp. And before I introduce her, I want to read her bio, which is very amazing. So Dr. Susie Sharp born and grew up in Korea and came to the United States at the age of 16. Then she went to Westland University, a very prestigious university, Bachelor of Arts in Chemistry, which was my major as well. Then went on to Yale Medical School, which is you know, one of the top medical schools in the country, got her M medical degree, and went on to do an internship and residency at Yale New Haven Hospital, one of the top hospitals as well. She's practiced internal medicine for 26 years to the present, but in particular, I want to highlight the creative aspect. So Dr. Sharp has won numerous art awards and solo and group exhibits, which you'll see today. In 2021, the show she was featured in international art exhibits, art fairs in Milan, Paris, Luxembourg, Brussels, in addition to two shows in New York. All of the proceeds from her art sales go to support charity, and she's also starting to write her memoir. In particular, listen to the um, ups and downs of her journey, which is very typical of entrepreneurs. So without much ado, we welcome to the show, Dr. Susie Sharp. Hello, doc Dr. Sharp. How are you doing? Thank you for the introduction. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm so excited about this show because, like I said, I really want to uh, highlight physicians that are doing very innovative, creative, exciting things, really pushing the boundaries of their comfort zone. So, um, you know, you came here to the States in, at the age of 16 and, um, you know, went on to one of the best medical schools and residencies. So tell, I want to hear all about the story, all the um, hardships, the triumphs, the tribulations. So tell us all, all about where you came from. So uh, when I was 16, it was my parents' decision to come to the United States. They felt like the uh, children would have maybe have a better opportunities. And I think that, um, you know, life in Korea wasn't easy. Uh, 
you know, I was born less than 10 years after the end of Korean War. So there's a lot of poverty and, uh, you know, there's a constant threat of North Korea invading South again. Um, so I think that was part of their decision-making. And so we landed in New York City uh, and none of us spoke any English except my mother. And um, I, I, I started in the middle of high school uh, not knowing any English. And so I, I experienced a lot of teasing and, mm. um, you know, having to look up dictionary and Korean to uh, English to Korean dictionary constantly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, I did uh, exceptionally well, but uh, I was trying to decide what to do with my life. Um, so in Korea, I was all set to become an artist. And my dream was to study art and maybe study abroad in Paris, come back to Korea to teach at, uh, as an art professor. Wow, and, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but when I landed in New York, I realized uh, my parents who were professionals in Korea were suddenly like nobody. They couldn't translate their training and the skills. And in the United States, they were already in their 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized if I didn't make it on my own, I didn't have any backup system at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my father was having to do physical labor to support the family. Mm. And, um, and we were going through, a, we were experiencing a lot of discrimination. And I realized that if I became an artist, uh, you know, there was no certainty that I could even support myself. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, at that time I was a good Christian. I wanted, to, I thought about maybe becoming a medical missionary and help people. So I uh, decided maybe I should go into medicine. Uh, instead of art, <laughs> but it was such a just, you know, literally impossible dream that I couldn't tell anybody uh, that that's what I wanted to do. I just felt like everybody would ridicule uh, me for it. Uh, so I kept it to myself uh, and I started college and I chose to major in chemistry for one reason, which is it required least amount of English. So although I had no interest in subject, but it was much easier to get A's in chemistry than, than anything else really. Um, right. And so I finished pre-med and then I did uh, some cancer research uh, in Boston and then uh, I started medical school. And even in medical school, well, well even, even in college actually, I was having to tape record all the lectures because I couldn't understand the lectures. So I sat in the front row, recording every lecture and and transcribing it later. And, you know, one hour lecture may take like four hours to transcribe and take notes afterward. Uh Um, But that's sort of how I got through and and working multiple jobs because my parents couldn't pay for any part of my education. So all Mm -hmm. through pre-med and medical school, I worked a lot of hours Um, and eventually, you know, uh, I became a physician and I'm very fortunate that I love medicine um, and it's been a very, very rewarding career Um, and uh, very demanding, but very rewarding um, to help people and make a difference. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's, that's an amazing story. Uh, You know, my parents had similar background because they came to the States in 1978. And uh, back then, you know, they had 
$200 in a suitcase and, you know, $200 back then was probably, you know, $2,000 here, but, uh, you know, but like, you know, but the, you know, our culture, you know, we emphasize work ethic and sacrifice and hard work and we see the fruits of our labor. Um, but you, you know, also they, uh, we, you know, because we experience a lot of, um, hardships and discrimination, especially, you know, now these days, you know, the, with a lot of, um, social movements. So, but back then, you know, people didn't say much, so, you know, you're to be commended to continue. So, and then, um, and then, you know, it's, uh, just do what you have a do whatever it takes mentality to succeed. So, and then you're a excellent example of, um, creating your dreams and then, um, moving forward. So you're, that's, that's why we bring a superstar such as yourself onto the show. Thank you. Yeah. And so you didn't, you did medicine and, um, and now you're, what made you decide to go into art? What were some of the uh, factors, um, that made you decide to transition? So, um, all these years where I was going through a medical training and practicing medicine, um, I, I knew that at some point I had to do art. I could only defer my passion for so long, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, so once kids were a little bit older, um, I started taking art classes again. And, um, and then I joined a lot of art groups and started doing group shows with them. Uh-huh. And one time I saw an artist who kind of um, inspired me to maybe someday I could do a solo show. And uh, so eventually I, I did a solo show and it was a huge success. So after that, I started doing multiple solo shows. So, you know, in recent years, I would do maybe up to 25 shows in a year. Some of them are group shows and some are solo shows. Uh-huh. And um, at some point I basically did solo shows in every major place in Springfield, Missouri. Um, so um, I dreamt of, you know, reaching out to bigger stage to ideally maybe New York or, or West Coast. But uh-huh. uh, last year, my art got discovered online by artists, uh, by a gallery in Madrid. Wow. Uh, so I got invited to do a show at the international level. So uh-huh. this year I have shows coming up in Paris in June, Luxembourg and Brussels. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited. Mm-hmm. So have you have you been able to uh, make, uh, you know, I know you've been able to make sales of your um, your artwork. And for, for the listeners, um, you can go to Dr. Susie Sharp's website, which is um, www.susiesharp.net, uh, which she's going to bring up in a few moments to highlight some of the uh, work. But um, it, it's, uh, it sounds like you have been able to take uh, your passion. So you went from medicine, you know, which was the stable pathway, um, you know, gave you a good brand. And now you're, now that you have stability, now you're able to um, pursue your passions and your creativity. So um, tell us more about, uh, you know, you sounds like you've gotten a lot of um, exposure with these international shows and solo shows. So tell us more about that. So, um, well, um, you know, I'm on, I'm very active on online. Okay. And these international shows are, uh, 
well, they were actually scheduled earlier this year, but it got deferred, it got rescheduled for later this year. Okay. I did one in Milan uh, last month and that was, uh, that went well. Okay. And so now I have followers all over the, uh, you know, all over the world actually. And uh, my art sale is also pretty huge. Uh, it really picked up uh, in recent, you know, recent months. Wow. And, um, and I love sharing my art because I have a message to share, you know, uh, as the physicians, we see, you know, a lot of uh, human suffering, a lot of sadness, a lot of death. And, and so my uh, mission as an artist is to show beautiful side of life, um, bring hopeful messages uh, and uh, get people inspired to pursue beauty and their passion and so on. And um, it, it works well for me right now because it's I've, I feel like I've got a now perfect combination of doing medicine and art uh, side by side, okay? And I think I'll probably do maybe 70% medicine, 30% art, uh, but uh -huh. they keep me busy. It takes a completely different type of mindset to do to both, uh, uh -huh. which could be a challenge because uh, in medicine, you know, you have to be completely exact and precise in your diagnosis and medications and uh, you know follow up and so on and art um, you, it takes a completely different type of mindset you know so yeah so it could be pretty interesting <laughs> yeah so you're marrying the uh, left and the right brains together yes yes <laughs> yeah um do you want to show the audience your uh your work and and, and describe some of the the best the best work and some of the inspiration behind the work and um, describe some of the um, you know emotional feelings of the uh, artwork. Sure. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let me see. All right. Do you see that right now on the screen? Yeah, I see it. That's yeah, I see it. Perfect. Okay. So this is my cover page. Uh, and then let's go to, let's see. Let's see. All right. So we'll go to my gallery and I have different sections. So this right here is been my most popular section lately. It's I, uh, last year, you know, none of us were able to take vacation or, and I really missed going to the beach and see the ocean. So out of that, um, I create this ocean and blue series. And so, you know, I, mostly my paintings have been very colorful, multicolored, but, you know, I found that I could really express a lot of beauty just using different shade of blue. And so this has been very well received. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, and, it looks like looks like they these this these paintings were all sold wow that's wonderful yeah a lot of these pieces got sold and so now people are buying a lot of my uh, reproduction okay and um and with the professional clay, it actually comes out very very nicely and sometimes even myself i can't tell the difference between my original and uh, reproduction okay wow yeah it looks like uh, almost like a stained glass. Is that what? Is that what? Uh, how you created that, or is it uh, colors, or how do you? How do it's you? It's acrylic. It's acrylic painting with mixed media. Okay. okay. Yeah, and 
people, I think, find that just it gives them hope. Uh, you know, it gives them inspiration. And so this this category has been just very, very popular. Okay. So you know, a lot of us went through some degree of depression and sadness last year, losing a lot of people and, you know, wondering when, when the pandemic, if ever, is going to be over, you know, not seeing people. And, and so I think uh, that's probably why this series, well, that's why it was created. And that's why I think it's just been extremely popular uh, last year and this year. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the uh, I think um, last year, uh, you know, a lot of the artists and the creatives, they leveraged, uh, they got mm-hmm. creative in how do they, because, you know, everybody's st- locked down, stay at home, can't travel. So, you know, mm-hmm. how do you how do you reach your audience? And how do you reach your clients? And so I think they turn to um, new ways using the internet and through uh, video presentations, social media. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that gave them and greater audience and a greater reach. So that sounds like what, you know, happened, you know, you, people were able to find you easier because everybody went online. So, um, yeah. So it's, you know, I know that some of the physicians are uh, running like coaching programs uh, or uh, they have podcasts and stuff like that. And uh-huh. they uh, approach me wanting to purchase uh, images uh, so that they could put it on their website to uh, to brighten up, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or yeah, and or to, to uh, pass on path, you know, positive messages. So yeah. it's been very, very popular. Uh, well, let me change to maybe a different category uh, from blue, and let's see how that goes here. Okay. So now we're on the music lovers gallery and Dr. Mm-hmm. Susie Sharp will discuss some of the uh, paintings in this gallery. Okay, so I'm a pianist and I love music. So a lot of my uh, paintings reflect my love of music. And uh, here you see the full colors and these were done in acrylic. And uh, you know, I've done a lot of violin with my children. So <laughs> there's violin uh, in a lot of pieces. And uh, here is this piece was painted actually um, during uh, during a concert. Uh, so there were s- several artists that were invited to paint on stage during a symphony concert. So in front of this, you know, three thousand people in the audience, <laughs> uh, we were there on stage, and it was very very inspiring. And uh, so this piece was recently sold uh, but it was a very special time wow okay so here again hidden musical instruments uh, in the middle of pieces uh, and uh, this is for the guitar lovers so again uh, you see the music instruments yeah yeah, yeah I see that yeah mm-hmm. so wow. at some point you know, I dreamed of another life as a violinist. Uh, and so this piece was inspired by, by uh, my dream of being a violinist and another, another life. <laughs> wow. So artist, musician, physician. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But except that my children did a lot, we did a lot of music, but they didn't go into music or art 
Uh, well, yes. actually, one is doing art illustration. My daughter is studying illustration. Uh -huh. Yeah. And my son is doing an engineering. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You must be very proud. Yeah, I'm, you know, um, I'm very proud of them. Uh, one of the best things that came out of the, uh, the pandemic is that last year I got to spend a couple months with them. They came home from college and grad school. Uh -huh. And so that was wonderful. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I know you have some paintings of um, uh, a lot of uh, portraits as well. That I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Okay, all right. So go to portrait. Okay, so uh, oh, I'm wow. a fan of JFK. And you notice that my colors are just very bright and just, yeah, striking. And yeah. I, that's how I like to do portraits. Uh -huh. Nice. This is part of my hero, hero series. Um, <laughs> so JFK, obviously my hero. Bill Gates, my hero, because he is somebody who, who's been hugely successful, but then he's using his success to better the world. So I love what he does after, what, he, what he's done to, after he's retired, you know? So yeah, exactly. All the difference he and Melinda Gates make through this foundation, so... No, that's very inspiring. Um, this portrait I did actually uh, recently because I was commissioned by another physician to do her work. Uh, so, uh, and again, my heroes series. Oh, um, oh it's Gandhi, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. These are huge actually. Each one of these uh, 24 by 36 or 24 by 30. Uh -huh. and, mm -hmm. And then uh, that's my self-portrait. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So if, uh, if the audience would, was interested in um, contacting you or, you know, purchasing these paintings, how would they get in touch with you? Oh, if they go to my website, there's a con direct contact information. So that probably would be the easiest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and you're also on Facebook as well. And yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, uh, Instagram. Instagram too, right? Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you have, you've had a really wonderful, amazing uh, story and very inspiring uh, career and journey. So um, is there anything you want to share for the audience and, um, uh, and to the audience? Um, also, a lot of the uh, links and the um, uh, references and um, resources that Dr. Sharp mentioned will be put in the show notes. So, um, so Dr. Sharp, what, uh, what's your final uh, message for the audience and, um, and, uh, or any words of encouragement or inspiration during these times? I think that all of us uh, have dreams and desires that, that, uh, that we'll do something someday, you know, whether it's art or business or writing a book or travel, whatever. And uh, rather than having a long um, bucket list uh, that keep postponing, I think that uh, I like to just go ahead and start doing it because there is no guarantee for tomorrow. Uh, this past year, I lost a number of people uh -huh. uh, including my father and oh. many people carry their desires and dreams and bucket lists to their grave you know 
Uh-huh. And some of them were young people um, that went unexpectedly. And yeah. so I um, try to really live each day as though th- th- this might be their last day, you know? Yeah. Uh, so whatever you wanted to do, just do it now, okay? Because there may not be, okay? So that's why I'm trying to do so many uh, international shows and my shows in New York and stuff, because, you know, next year, who knows what might happen? And uh, just do it. I think it's it's my message to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, do you have, uh, you have so many um, pearls there because last year, a lot of doctors, it was their final straw. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they realized they only have one life to live and one chance. And um, so, mm-hmm. the, you know, with everything that with the world being able to be shut down almost overnight, you know, you, you don't have any choice, but to, you know, go after your dreams. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, those, you know, um, and you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, you know, mm-hmm. you may, you may take a shot and miss, but at least you have a chance to, to win. So, but if you don't try, you, you have a hundred percent chance of losing. So, um, so that's, uh, I really enjoyed the, uh, your story and listening to it. It was very inspirational. And, um, I think a lot of creatives, uh, not just artists, but, um, photographers, um, movie producers, uh, and a lot of creatives will take a lot of inspiration from this episode. So thank you so much. And we'll see you in the future episodes. Thanks for having me. And be well. Thank you. Many thanks again for being here. If you're new, you can find me online at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Chris Liu, MD, PhD, where I have links to other episodes or links to online resources that will support you on your financial literacy journey. I'll see you there and on next week's show. While I bring you thoroughly vetted information on this show regarding a variety of financial topics, I cannot promise you a one-size-fits-all solution. This is why I caution you to continue to learn, educate yourself, and seek professional advice unique to your situation. If you want to talk to me, I'd welcome it. Please reach out via email at ChristopherLewMDPhD at gmail.com. That's ChristopherLewMDPhD at gmail.com. I read and personally respond to all of my emails. Talk soon.